Hello, and welcome to Half of Fresh Pressed. Um, this is Andrew alone. Um, as you could maybe tell by the lack of activity on this podcast feed over the last while, Gabe and I have had a lot of trouble uh, finding time to record, and uh, Gabe's had a lot of trouble finding time to listen to enough music to, to put on a good show. So um, we are not doing a year-end episode as we normally would this year. Um, I'm just going to give you a quick rundown of some of my favorite albums from the year, most of which we've talked about, but some of which we haven't. And uh, yeah, do with that as you will. Um, check them out. I, I think they're all they're all good stuff. But uh, before we get to that, I want to talk about some uh, logistics stuff. Uh, as I said, it's been difficult finding recording time. A lot of stuff's going on uh, for both me and Gabe and in different ways that are that really fuck up the whole like ability to record a podcast together so rather than promising you like a monthly episode and then clearly failing to meet that and things going a little haywire uh we're just going to go on a hiatus for a short time it shouldn't be too long um hopefully no more than three months is the is the is the goalpost i'm going to set for myself and gabe um and who knows i mean maybe we'll find time within that hiatus to put an episode i'm really just going back on the whole look i I, don't expect any new episodes it'll be a fun surprise if you get a new episode um anytime before march yeah keep an eye on the the twitter account and We'll have updates there, and obviously, if we have time and um, the ability to record an episode, then you'll hear it on this feed. To sum up, um, temporary hiatus. We will be back at in, mm, let's say, in April at the latest, with you know more tunes and grooves as as usual. But uh, for now, unfortunately, we're gonna have to go on a bit of a hiatus. Um, keep listening to new music. I know I will be, and I'm, I'm sure Gabe will be when, when he's able as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to, uh, the year that is already over, uh, 2021. What a fun year that everyone loved. Everyone had a good time in 2021. Um, I had an okay time in 2021, specifically when I was listening to music and few other times. Um, so let's talk about some of those things that made 2020 a little bit better. Um, I, I just, I mean, just right off the bat, the, the, the album that I need to talk about, which is easily my album of the year. Um, if Gabe and I had done lists, I would really, I was going to say, I would not have been surprised if it had been both of our number ones, but I would be surprised if it weren't number one for both of us. Uh, and that, of course, is Home Video by Lucy Dacus. The album's so good that Gabe and I decided to record an episode of this podcast uh, in a friend's house in Denver as we were on a road trip um, the day after we drove like 12 fucking hours to get to Denver. Um, because this album's just so incredible. Um, front to back, start to finish, it's just poignant and powerful and um funny I, I, I just i i it's a it's a crowning achievement in terms of song craft and orchestration and sort of this just the the emotional approach to this whole album which is is so personal in a way that has always been true of her music of course and 
<laughs> before this album, I would have said, oh yeah, like she writes intensely personal music, but this um, feels like a step beyond or even a, a step, a step more further within. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it's, it's just such a personal and powerful album. And I'm so glad to have listened to it. And I continuously listen to it. Um, I have yet to remove it from my car CD changer uh, since I received it. And I'm not sure if or when I ever will, because it's, it's, Really uh, just an absolutely incredible album. So home video, Lucy Dacus, um, album of the year, easily for me. Said you have me there if it's a triple dog dare, 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 a triple dog dare. A triple However, there were many other great albums this year. So I want to talk about a couple others that um, we didn't get to talk to on the podcast, either because we didn't listen to them in time at the time that they came out. So they weren't in the episode that they would have been in. Or um, they came out in the last couple months when we have not been <laughs> doing the podcast as we should have. Okay, so first up, let me talk about an album in that latter category. This is uh, Fun House by Hand Habits. It came out in late October. I really love Hand Habits. Um, Meg Duffy is is the the singular person sort of behind the project of Hand Habits, and they um, have always been an incredible songwriter um, and song crafter. Um, they also do some production. They play guitar and a bunch of other albums and stuff. But uh, Hand Habits is their sort of uh, solo outlet. Um, and I just think this album, uh, which again is entitled Fun House, is so wildly varied. Like every song, it feels like, is, is in a totally different space. And yet the whole thing uh, flows together as an album flawlessly um I, I do not know how uh they've done this how how meg duffy has done this uh i should also mention that the album's uh produced by sasami um sasami ashworth who is also puts out music as sasami um also very uh, an excellent producer and uh crafter of of music but um I mean, for me, you know that it's always going to be the songwriting that uh, draws me to an album. And um, that's why this is easily in in my top 10 albums, um, probably in my top five of the year. Um, There's so many gorgeous songs. It's, uh, (laughs) I was going to say it's hard to pick a favorite out of this, but it's absolutely not. I'm looking at the track list right now. Uh, The best song on this album, my absolute favorite is the fifth song, Graves which uh, if you listen to it, you will uh, not be surprised that that one is my favorite because it is sad and uh, mostly acoustic guitar song. It's in some ways, it's such sort of a simple song lyrics wise. There's, there's only a few verses and they uh, sort of follow the same structure, but the lyrics are so concisely powerful and uh, they're rendered onto these like heartrendingly beautiful uh, melodies 
I just, I, I can't, like, it's unbelievably, I, I think I have to put in a clip of this one because, uh, in part because we didn't talk about the album, but also just because it's one of those where I can't explain to you why it affects me so much, but uh, it, when it is nighttime and I'm feeling even a modicum of sadness, I want to listen to the song and weep. Um, yeah, Graves by Hand Habits. Here's a, here's a little clip. Don't go digging up grave. Why can you just let it lay? So uh, there's another album that I want to talk about um, that we did not get to discuss on the pod because I didn't know about it when it came out, so <laughs> I couldn't bring it. But it uh, after I did listen to it, um, it quickly rose to to the top of of my list of hundreds upon hundreds of albums that I listened to this year. And this album is called Blue Heron Suite by Sarah Jarosh. Yarosh, I don't know how to say her last name, J-A-R-O-S-Z. Blue Heron Sweet is the name of the album, once again. Um, this came out in uh, early May, so, I mean, I should have heard it, but I didn't at the time. Um, but since then, I have listened to it a whole lot. It's absolutely gorgeous, this, this uh, folk album that is about family and uh, loss and, and memory, I think, is the key thing here. Um, there, there's all these images, uh, in this, and you know that I love, uh, a song or an album that is, that is, uh, heavy on the specific images. Um, I just find that so evocative. And I think that Sarah, whose last name I will not say, I'll just, we'll, we're on a first name basis. Sarah, I think that her, uh, songwriting here is just, it's just so gorgeous. And, and like I said, evocative. Um, the last track on the album, Blue Heron, um, is, uh, is, it's the longest track on the album. Uh, most of it's pretty short. Um, but this one, Blue Heron, it really sits in, um, this, uh, it, it's like, it's like a memory kind of, thing. it's, it, it's like it opens the door into, uh, a memory, um, or a series of memories or uh, an assemblage of memories that represent a person in uh, someone's mind. I think it's a really expertly made album. And uh, though I always say this, we always do say this, um, I want to say it, especially uh, for this one, I really, really recommend listening to it fully as a unit. It's really not that long for one thing, but also it is Definitely, you can tell it is intended as a unit. As a unit, um, there are four interludes in there, which are just short or longer um, little pieces to sort of bridge the gap. And uh, there's two different tracks on there that are reprises of previous tracks. 
Um, and I just think it, it, it transports you in a really incredible way. So yeah, listen to this album front to back blue heron suite by Sarah. No last name. <laughs> some of the albums that we didn't talk about. Um, I want to mention just some of my other favorite albums, which you've already heard me mention if you've listened to every other episode this year. But uh, just in case you haven't, or in case you've forgotten, because I forgot that some of these albums came out this year when I was looking at my whole year-end list. Um, let me run through them. So uh, in no particular order, uh, there was Always in Motion by Many Trees. Many Trees is a band that I saw open for Julian Baker, and then I went home um, and bought a ticket to another show later in the year that they were opening for again. Um, and I didn't, I went to that show and I saw many trees perform and then I went home cause I didn't actually really care about the headliner. Um, so, uh, yeah, many trees always in motion, uh, really excellent album. Uh, she calls it uh, living room pop. Um, check that out, please. Uh, what else? Oh, Cool Dry Place by Katie Kirby. That feels like a thousand years ago, but that came out in January. Um, I guess Cool Dry Place, the song, came out in 2020, um, but the album as a whole came out in January. And I, I, I got to be honest, when I listened to this album the first time, I was like, this is really good, but it's not. Like, it didn't like blow my mind. Um, I mean, the song Cool Dry Place blows my mind every time I listen to it, but... The album as a whole, I didn't feel like measured up to 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 that. And I, I, I still think that Cool Dry Place is the best song on the album because it's like the best song of of it's it's like in my top ten songs that have come out since we started this podcast. Um But I uh have listened to this CD a lot in my car and have really come to appreciate it as an album as a whole. Um, and also a lot of uh, specific other tracks on there. Um, Portals is probably, if you liked Graves from five minutes ago, from the Hand Habits album, um, you will like the song Portals by Katie Kirby on Cool Dry Place. Um, it's, it's, it's so lovely. Um, and sad. And that's, you know, that's my shit. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, some other albums that I, uh, forgot about because they came out so long ago, uh, not forgot about, but forgot that they came out this year, I guess it's last year now, whatever, you understand what I mean, um, are A Common Turn by Anna B. Savage, I feel like that came out, like, the first week of the year, that was the first album where I was like, oh, shit, this is gonna be, like, a good year for music, um, Anna B. Savage, I didn't know her at all, um, but, she has this gorgeous and like heartbreaking album. 
Um, I, I think it's like not exactly for everybody, just the way that her songwriting style is because it feels very raw and um, almost like stream of consciousness a, and not even necessarily in her in the lyric writing, um, sort of how she approaches, like how the song moves uh, from moment to moment feels like it's it's difficult for me to anticipate. But it, it, it it's it's a really well well crafted album. You can tell that she spent a long time sort of uh, honing both her skills and these songs individually, which is something that is mentioned on the album itself. Um, and it, it, it has like all of this insecurity that the lyrics speak of in this, in such a powerful voice and approach, um, that, uh, I, I, it's, it's so amazing to see someone like open their whole heart like that. Um, a Common Turn by Anna B. Savage. Uh, another one would be Herald by Odette. This, I believe, Gabe brought to the program, although we had both listened to the album and fucking loved it. Gabe's pick was Mandible, which is uh, a gorgeous song that I uh, frequently return to, but my favorite on that album is I Miss You, I'm Sorry, um, which... <laughs> Now, now that I'm like saying the title of the song out loud, it sounds so sad and it is sad, but it's also a fucking bop. Like, uh, I, I, if you liked the Samia album from last year, the baby, or I, I brought a Samia song show up, um, at some point in one of these, uh, sort of weird second half of the year episodes. Um, but Samia is fucking incredible, and I, I think having listened to that album at this point is why I got super into the song I Miss You, I'm Sorry, um, because it is very sad, but it is also an absolute ripper, and I just fucking love it. Yeah, listen to it, uh, and listen to All of Harold by Odette. Um, the last album that I want to mention here is uh, The American Negro by Adrian Young, which um, if you recall the episode where we talked about this, um, it's it's it, it was difficult for us to classify exactly what this piece of artwork is. Um, it's not just an album, although it's absolutely, I mean, it's not not an album. It's a great like multifaceted jazz album. Um, but it is also all of the music is interspersed with with speech and and uh, quotes and Adrian Young himself just sort of talking about uh, like philosophy of of race and being a black man in America raising children uh, what does it mean you know to his daughter to be black versus what does it mean to him um, it's it's an absolutely incredible piece of art. Um, and I think it's just essential listening um, from a musical standpoint and a uh, philosophical standpoint, a sociological standpoint. It's 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 really just excellent. It's a, it's a masterpiece, and I, I think you should, uh, if you haven't listened to it already, um, you you need to. You really do. Out of all of these um, albums that I'm talking about this this episode, obviously I love them all very much, and they're all incredible, and I really highly recommend you listen to all of them uh, a thousand times. But um, 
if for some reason uh you you're just like crazy busy you only have time to listen to exactly one album um and it's going to be off of my list here i would say listen to the american negro by adrian young because it is an incredible album and it is also uh, a lot more than that so um you really get a lot of bang for your buck if if that's i guess maybe you have to like pay money you don't just use spotify and rob artists i don't know what what your situation is but uh just listen to this album american negro adrian young um it's uh pretty incredible so uh obviously there's there's hundreds of other excellent albums this year i listened to let's see oh wow okay i listened to including uh lps and eps I listened to 1,001 total releases this year. So take it from me, these albums that I just mentioned are pretty fucking incredible because they beat out like 995 other albums. And a lot of those were pretty incredible as well. So yeah, um, thank you so much for uh, listening to our podcast and thank you uh, for having stuck with us and thank you in advance for continuing to stick with us uh for the last couple months and for for the next couple months as we sort of figure things out uh i'm hoping that um like i said by april at the latest uh we will be back on a relatively regular schedule bringing you tunes and grooves um for you to enjoy and for us to enjoy uh we really love making the show and um yeah, uh, happy new year, as, as such as it is. Thank you, thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you next time, whenever that may be. I'm Andrew, and Gabe's not here. Goodbye. Goodbye.